Alright, and welcome back to Crossing the Rubicon. I'm your host, David Anaya, and I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening, whether that be in my hometown of Yonkers, or in the Bronx, in the city, in all the United States, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, got some listeners in Ireland, and Mexico, and Canada's a new one, that's probably my landlord Sue put her her daughters on, so I just want to say thank you um, to everyone. And yeah, so with that being said, um, I want to welcome on my new guest. Her name is Priscilla Aguilar, and she's first and foremost a chef, but due to the pandemic, she started a new leaf in the community outreach programs, uh, which is what we're really going to talk about here. We're going to talk about her mom and how she's influenced her drive as an artist and how that sort of transformed into all aspects of her life. And overall, just being happy with yourself and being content with your progress. So with that being said, ladies gentlemen and all my non-binary folks out there please help me welcome priscilla aguilar so what's up pre how are you what's up What's up? What's up? It's good to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. Miss yeah. You. Yeah. It's been a little while since I've seen you. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a little reoccurring theme. I feel like this podcast is bringing me together with All some friends? like, yeah. As it should. With some of my good that, people. That, I think that's the, the best way to um, connect with your friends and especially if you can record it. Yeah. Hold that memory. I yeah. Because I've been seeing you from a distance for for like this past year in particular, doing some big things or whatever. Yeah. And and I really not or whatever. Sorry, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> it's whatever. just the way I talk. <laughs> but uh, no, I've seen you do some things for the community. Um, do you want to speak on that a little bit? Sure. Uh, so you know, once COVID hit, and yeah. NYC was on a lockdown, and you know, you heard about the stimulus checks and how it was just like. Just grimy shit happening. Mm-hmm. It was um, a tough time, yeah. Right. So I I've lived in Brooklyn my whole life, and I live in a underserved community mm-hmm. and predominantly black community. And I noticed that a lot of underserved communities were not getting the proper help. Mm-hmm. They weren't getting their stimulus checks. Right. They weren't getting work, and like they were protesting. Right. So just knowing my skill and like what I could use. Mm-hmm. Um, or what I can do with my skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that skill for well, the cooking. audience? Cooking. cooking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a chef. laughs> um, so I decided to then um, start volunteering with you know um, food drives. Yeah. I cooked for some, and um, then I I contacted my friend, uh, my childhood friend, mm-hmm. who's also from Brooklyn, and opened up her own coffee shop. Um, but it's also a nonprofit. Okay, wonderful. It's called Playground Coffee Shop. And I like that name. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's yeah, it's like it's like an adult playground. It's like you find your homies there. It's like I love that. Good like events that happen, but they're you know they're they're set with intentions. You yes, know? it's yeah. to help the community. It's it's a safe space mm-hmm. for um. We need POCs, more of those. You know, yeah, yeah POCs to to yeah to to feel safe and and to practice what they want and you know if if you want to start an event there mm-hmm. you know you'd be so welcome to to do that it's a very welcoming space yeah so i told her that i wanted to start a community fridge Mm -hmm. um to start tackling food insecurity something that just a lot of families were not getting because they weren't getting paid right and they knew that she had um, a lot of the right resources Mm -hmm. to provide like food she had a bunch of like um friends who worked in farmers markets and like a lot of people who drove and then you know i started like putting out flyers for in the community and talking to the community to see what they wanted or just let them know what was going on with the fridge so 
yeah. as well. And I've, I've seen you doing some, some very, very inclusive things for the community, and I really appreciate that. But I think even before we get to this, even before we get to your Rubicon, like, have you always been cooking? Has that always been, like, a thing for you? No, 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 no. No? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I started, so I'm... It, it took me a while to actually say this too, but I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. Like since I was young, I was very much into the arts. Yeah. Like I started singing at a really young age. And my mom was like, okay, I'll put you in. Like, <laughs> we love supportive parents. <laughs> yes. Oh, totally. My mom, I think my mom was giving me everything she wanted yeah. for herself because her parents were very like, she wanted to be an artist in oh. Peru. Mm -hmm. And her parents were like, you're not going to make any money doing that. Mm. And by that time she came to New York. And she was in, like, one of the worst schools in the city. Mm -hmm. And um, she just, I, I don't know, she just didn't do much. She, she didn't know much. Yeah. So she didn't know what to. Uh, How old was she when she came over here? Do you know? 16. 16. And my wow. dad, too. And funny enough, they met at the same school, high school. Get a friend out. friend of his, yeah. A friend of my dad's was like, yo, I know this other Peruvian person. A Peruvian uh, that was my next here. question. <laughs> if they were both Peruvian, that's yeah. interesting. So they met, and then they became, like, high school sweethearts, I guess. And then Hemi, right after wow yeah but that's that's wonderful though i mean you leave peru you don't meet this man in peru you come to new york city and, and funny then... enough they knew the same people that was it was so crazy i love telling that that's story. beautiful I mean, I told it in, in a while, it's a but... beautiful story to tell and then what is the product of that Me. boom <laughs> <laughs> love that love yeah. that so have you always been like so yeah i uh i've been very much into the arts i mm -hmm. got into theater when i was eight mm -hmm. or nine and then my mom put me in in my mom and dad put me in acting, like, school. And I did that f until I was about 13. And then 14, I went to an arts high school. So, oh, wow. I yeah. never knew this about you. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I really wanted to be an actor. And uh, I had just done film class on my senior year. And I was like, I fuck with film a lot. And yeah. so, you know how, like, your, um, your guidance counselor is like, you got to pick, like, 16 schools. Yeah. I, like, I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. And like paying for all of them, uh -huh. like you don't even know you're gonna, if you're gonna get. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, you have to pay to apply. Yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. I only applied for like Brooklyn College and SVA, and I got into both of them for film. And then I was like, oh, dope! I'm gonna go to SVA. And then <laughs> it hit me. I'm like, I'm gonna be in debt for like the rest of my life. Yeah. If I do this, so I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to do like I'm just gonna go for acting. I'm gonna do like extra work, and mm -hmm. I'm just gonna try to do like short films or something and just i don't make it work and like i didn't even know i had anxiety at that time or like that it affected a me lot so of people much. don't know they have it right yeah yeah i was oh my god i was so i was so stressed because i was working such like like boring jobs mm -hmm. getting paid so little and just like i guess i'm a person that wants immediate results yeah so it's like not seeing it happen really like put me down while you were like, in in this like in the school um, or? not school just finding work okay just like yeah like having to constantly look for work and like to go to a casting and like not getting picked or something so um or just having the like anxiousness of putting myself out there in front of them so a lot of times i was really scared really anxious i didn't feel like i gave my all so i was like yo i gotta find something else like i can't like this is such a hard such a hard career to follow and something that you really have to put your all into i was like yo i don't know if i'm really like in into this into this so wait so let, let's let's sort of double double back a little bit so you're all right so you an artist your whole life essentially right you see yourself as this actress and then you go into these casting calls and it's it sort of just doesn't something clicks that it's like oh this is tougher than i thought it was or it's maybe funny. this no. wasn't for me or i just posted a meme not too long ago on my story it was uh, this artist who had, like, this drawing of two faces. And it's, like, 
me when I make art and then me when I have to like make art my a business. Okay. And it's like, I think that I just like to become different characters and mm. just be a different like tune into that. And did it take away from it once it became like yes. a job? Okay, okay, yes. yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't fuck with this. It's yeah. just so like, ugh. It's just the people that work like in this industry and it's like that it sucks. didn't make me feel good. So that I was sucks. like I need to do something else. So then how did you go from from acting which is an art and then and then to getting to cooking, which itself is an art. Like, right, what, where was that actually, jump? Because I think that's a big that's a big deal too, right? If if you, one of your dreams or one of your goals uh, not fails, but let's just use that word now, it's not game over, right? right. You did something wonderful, which I, I would hope a lot of people do. Okay, this avenue is closed. Now I got to find the next avenue. Right. So how did you get to that cooking avenue? I was about twenty years old, mm-hmm. and I was just like having odd jobs, and I didn't, and I. And funny enough, like, if I was actually working at, at a business or something, I'd want to be, like, consistent. I didn't want to be, like, that person that's always, like, uh, I can't make it this day. I can't make it that day. Right. I don't know why. But, um... Nobody wants to be those people. Yeah. Right. No. And so, I was talking to my mother. I was, like, you know, what else can I... What else can I do? And she was, like, well, if you cook at home, like, you like cooking for us. So, why don't you just try that? And I was, like, okay. Shout out to so, mom. Yeah. So... <laughs> She's always, since I was young, she's always made me feel like anything is possible. I like, love that. Yeah. She was so, she's she's always been so optimistic and free. Like, if you met her, you would know. Like, she's very, that she, like, exudes that, that energy. Um, that's, that's something I look up to, like, a lot. Because she, it's like I'm always up in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And then she always brings me down. But she, like, makes me, like, she brings reality. I love know, that, yeah. To it. And so was she like a big part of, of pushing you towards the business aspect of it or did she just sort of push you to have fun with it? She's always pushing me to have fun with things. She's yeah. like, you'll, you'll never know what, you, what you'll get yourself into unless yeah. you do it. Or, or like, you'll never know what, um, you're always, everyone's evolving. My yeah. mom is someone who is a product of that. Yeah. She divorced my dad at, you know, at a young age. Then she got into marathon running what yeah and then she just started bodybuilding what yeah, <laughs> i she love did, like, that this program and like she was actually gonna go um to like do a competition like one competition and then just to say she did it big shout out to yeah. mom yeah yeah that's not even half of it yo. she's done so much <laughs> right now she's like working on painting and that's something that she did not tap into since she was like young i love that so now she's in this whole space where she's on like a high because like she's now she has her own space, like studio. Yeah. Her, her oh, stuff. whoa. I'm so happy for her. That's like something that like, I know that anytime you feel like your time is running out, just know that you have so much more time. Mm. Like my mom's 45 and she's just like, she's learning how to tattoo as well. What isn't she learning yeah, how to do? Like, I love her. She makes me, yeah. She makes me feel like, don't worry, Priscilla. It's not like no rush. You'll get to it. If you want it, you will get to it. Oh man. And so I, there's so many other things, other things that I want to do. I will get to it. Yeah. It's just not right now. Yeah. Which is a big thing to remember. I, I think a lot of people are really hard on themselves. And in a lot of ways, you do have to be hard on yourself to accomplish things. But as as a, a former guest, Jermaine, was talking about, give yourself that time. Right? You know, don't give yourself that sort of consideration. You have to consider yourself as well. Right. Because if you rush things, it just doesn't, doesn't come out right. Yeah. And, and then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know? You're not doing it to enjoy yourself. You're not doing it uh, for your own satisfaction. You're doing it for ex- like external reasons, which is no bueno. 
but to go back around to cooking uh i'm sure you had jobs in cooking prior to this right you were a chef and then what led you to sort of go towards the community route i know you spoke about how uh you met up with your friend who had the playground um yes. but what what allowed you to because i remember like i saw it on instagram like you had these uh fridges out in brooklyn right uh-huh. and we're, we're a couple in queens as well oh, so yeah i ended up um teaming up with elmhurst community fridge because i have a friend who is also part of another um uh fridge out there and i had done i was talking to zna which is the owner of playground about like you know hosting barbecues and mm-hmm. like having like being able to showcase like what having a fridge can you know do like you can oh i like cook, that idea yeah you know like showing people that you know with these things that we we get from the fridge we can make easy meals like this mm-hmm. so i guess it just became like a motherly instinct that like i have i have a skill right mm-hmm. and i need to utilize it so yes. and that's the only way i could if you like want to make yourself useful you got to think about what you're good at yeah right so to help in yeah. any way and um i've learned that through these community fridges mm-hmm. um like the elmhurst community fridge you know we have artists in it we have um graphic designers people that work in um just like everyone that puts in their part to, right to make sure like you know handle the the receipts you know handle the the crowd you know um fundraising right just a bunch of things it just really feels good to see so many people come together and uh, put in the work to make something happen. Yeah, and that's a huge that's a huge thing that should be noted. Honestly, like it's not everyone's role to to play every role. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Like if you are a cook, that's what mutual aid is about. Right, right. Mm-hmm. If you're a cook, then be a great cook for that mm-hmm. cause. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to. Yes, if you can extend some of your energy towards other things, then beautiful. That's wonderful, right? Yeah. But if you know what you're good at, then you can help in that. Even if you make, I got a good friend of mine who makes origami now. Right? Yeah, shout out to Rosie. Awesome. Yeah. Um, if you can make some nice origami or, you know, and that's going to yeah. be this the setting for whatever, like the invitation, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's whatever you can do. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And and you feel that at this at these community gardens? You feel like a lot of people are coming together? I feel like more than ever, I've I found a sense of community because of the people that I met. Mm. It's because we all have one, like a common denominator. I love that. Like, yeah. We want we want to help people. We want to. We want to see a better, a better outlook, a better future. Like it's so crazy. I, th- I think about manifestation always. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, <laughs> I was eating some. Funny enough, I don't usually eat meat, but I was, but uh, this farm called Sky High Farms, in which Playground did like collaboration with them, they sent us like fresh like lamb from their farm. Oh wow! And I remember saying like, when I was like when I first started cooking, I was like, man, I just want to be close to like i want to grow my own stuff i want to be able to eat like the best quality mm, things yeah that's the dream and like right like right now my hands like i'm getting like i'm able to get fresh food yeah and like i'm able to eat well mm-hmm. and um just having that like accessibility as, as well as you know the people who come to our fridges yeah like i hope that everyone can get fresh food like that yeah and i want to keep learning about um just being close to um, close to my ancestors. Yeah. So I did I recently did you know how I said I was taking Zoom class. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I recently was uh, in a program called Earth Lab with Woke Foods, and that's a uh, that's an or- also another organization um, led by an Afro Dominican woman, and that's basically all. It's like a a shared co-op which there's many owners mm-hmm. to a, a business, 
and you get, you know, get paid better, like better benefits. And she, you know, um, shares like, well, this, this program specifically was, um, it's called Earth Lab and it was for black indigenous people of color, like a program for them to, for us to get more in touch with our ancestors. Yeah. So get more close to the groundwork, meaning like learning how farmers markets came about, learning, um, you know, how CSAs, like how people got, you know, access to fresh foods and how most of the uh, population was run by black people. Yeah. Like in terms of farming, mm. it was, it was, th- that was slowly like there was more black farmers than anything until, you know, they saw that they were making money and, and you know, got yeah. wiped out. Let me, let me actually circle back to, to one thing you said though. You were talking about how, uh, in a way you're bringing these, uh, you're bringing these products closer to the community, right? Mm-hmm. You're bringing these products that may have not gotten to that community, to that community. Right. Um, while you're out, you're out there while while the fridge is out there certain times or no? Yeah, I'm not not that often because I didn't move to um, Queens, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I was I was out there. Okay, so so do you feel like like the community is appreciating that? I guess that's where my question is. Like, oh my God, yes, yeah, absolutely. okay, cool. We have some people that. <laughs> We have we have these two ladies, um, older women, like you know your your grandma, your aunt, and they they chill right next to the fridge. They like mm, see I love that. It yes. And you know it's so funny because they 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 come over like you know you should open up like an ice cream spot because I remember I in one of the barbecues, uh, I made this ice cream this lucuma ice cream. So it's like um, it's a fruit from Peru. It's like a custardy like apple, but like orange. It's it's such a particular flavor mm, sounds good it's delicious i made an ice cream out of it and she was just like raving about it she's like you need <laughs> to open up an ice cream spot you're gonna make so much money and i guess she didn't really know what the purpose of the playground was there for yeah she was just happy she was oh my gosh she's been to all of our barbecues she's been to our block parties oh man she's i love it i will out there getting yes! lit <laughs> i was so hyped you don't understand i was so hyped to see her yeah it was just is it's so nice to um i've always i always crave connections with people yeah and to know that like something like this is reaching out to so many people i feel i already feel close to them yeah so. i like that a lot it seems as though okay boom you could have opened up a shop and there's nothing wrong with opening up a shop but it seems as though like this is this is in the living rooms of the community in a way. This is, right. you know, this feels a little bit more connected in a right. way. It should be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like we've we've gone so we've come so detached. I don't know what what, what like people value anymore, mm-hmm. but it's like we gotta value each other. We gotta take care of each other. Yeah. And it's something that like because of COVID, I've learned now. Yeah. I was so stuck in my work. Right. Only because that it took so much time out of me. Like I. I wasn't able. If I if I didn't like lose my job, I would have never got into community work. I, sw- I swear. That's a great I didn't thing. Have time. Yeah, it's wild because a lot of people didn't realize the con- the concept of time until this COVID until time stopped in yeah. a way, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was that moment like when I when I really like put my foot down and just did it myself. Mm. You know, then it became it became so much more like doable. I yeah. guess when you have so much other people in on it. Then it's like this. This is is doable. Yeah. We can make it happen. Yeah. We all we all think we can do it. Right. Yeah. It's it's a it's such a powerful feeling. Yeah, I like that. I like the the whole community purpose or the community idea behind this mm-hmm. this uh concept of yours, which is why I really wanted to have you on here. 
Of course, I you know I know there are a lot of people doing these things out here, but it, it was so interesting to see you in my in my circle of friends, <laughs> you know, coming out because I, I didn't you weren't doing this prior, so it was so new to me, and I was like, oh, in a way, it's the first yeah. time I yeah, it's the first time I, was I saw it. Private too, I, like I'm now starting just starting to accept uh, Instagram as like you got to use it to put yourself out Marketing, there if you want to yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard because. I'm not that. I'm trying to step away from all right, that. I'm trying right. to like the garden, the soil. That's but it's funny. like, but you have to for other people to know. That's like one way yeah. you have to get people together. I'm in that so. same. I'm in that same boat where I try to stay away from social media as, as much as possible. But I also want to market this right. podcast, so I'll like post a couple a stories yeah. and then I'll just step away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then whoever sees it, sees it. Whoever decides to tune in, blessings. You know, I I love you for being here, but uh, I don't want to be over over crowded with with that social dilemma yeah. you know so yeah. so i understand where you're coming from but it's that dual sword like mm -hmm. we need it yeah I, i think it's um having to look at it in a different light like i looked at it so negatively because i was like ah oh, man all these people are just doing it to to get something out of it yeah like to yeah because they're doing it for something or they want something but mm -hmm when you then find it's like cleansing your timeline right yeah it's just like figuring out what you actually want right. to see it's just it's same thing with like manifesting if you want something to happen you have to keep seeing it or yeah. you have to keep thinking it so for that to happen you have to look at it right so it's just like cleansing your timeline and figuring out what kind of people you would surround yourself with and then i looked at then i started seeing like oh yeah instagram is something that can reach to greater lengths yeah Maybe eventually I can reach out to someone in a different country, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you have to look at it in a positive note. Right. I always have to keep like thinking like, no, this is like, put this out because it's going to mean something to someone or it's going to hold value in, a, in the long run. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And so as, as we sort of wind down here, right, we spoke um, prior to recording that you feel like you're at your Rubicon right now, right? right? Which is which is huge. You don't always have to be like, if I'm going to have a guest on here, it's not going to be someone who's always like at the end of their Rubicon, at the Rubicon before it. It's just the idea of... of your Rubicon? Right. Ru yeah. Yeah, maybe. the idea of you getting to where you want to get to and there's no timeline on that. Right. But I, I see you doing something big and I feel like you got something here. So I want to ask you... <laughs> I, I want to ask you, where do you see uh, this going? Where do you see the future for you? I love that because I keep thinking about it. It's a good it's a good question to ask yourself. You have to know where you're going to go to get there. Right. It's like GPS. Absolutely. Um, I think that because I, I think about all the times that like changed like my mind when I was younger, mm -hmm. like the things that I want to try or the things I wanted to do. But I think after being involved in community work and seeing how much it can affect a greater population. I don't know what I'm going to do, mm. but I know that I want to impact a lot of people and help. That's important. I have, I have a project coming up that's something that um, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and reaching out to people and asking them for help. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited for that. That's really <laughs> going to be something, because I like connections as well. Yeah. And I like talking to people and I like bringing things to light. Um, I'm pretty vocal. In fact, I just don't show it as much, but I can't wait to like, be able to connect with more people mm -hmm. and um, also share stories. I think I am a storyteller. Yeah. I like to share stories. I love that. Because I like to talk and yeah. I just like, like to hear, you know, people and just seeing in different lights, you know. But um, I 
I know it's definitely going to be something because you got to think about the long run too. Mm-hmm. I think that it has to do it has to do with anything with like sustainability and intention. Yeah. Because anything that I do in the future, I wanted to align with like my choices. Yeah. Like I wanted to, you know. Like I remember one time I was thinking of. <laughs> Like doing this <laughs> this brand thing, I'm not gonna talk about it because I might do it in the future. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I wanted to only like hire or um, what's the word? Prioritize trans trans people. Because, oh wow! Okay. Because I've gone to um, a lot of protests that value trans lives, and they're like so, you know, along with Black women, they're the most like affected. Yeah. You know, and endangered. Endangered, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like. They can barely get jobs. Yeah. Like you have to make have a job where you know, it'll be open to. Yeah. You know, to to these communities. I love that you're thinking about that. I don't think a lot of people think about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think especially when I got into community work, I realized how many businesses don't care about the community mm. or like don't care about doing something bigger. It's very like myself, myself, my capitalism, myself. right? Yeah. Capitalism and like, immediately like competition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never like, yeah, my store is like this, like playground. It's just like sourcing from the best places, you know, making sure like everything's sustainable and ethical. Mm-hmm. Like we make sure that you know when we are reaching out to certain companies that they didn't have like a bad rep, or like mm. they they they're leading with um, intention as well yeah. and like what their mission is or their mission statement is. I love that. So definitely like that influence is definitely making me want to do something where it'll continue that pattern because mm. it more like more of that. It means that we're all going to be supported in some way. And that's yeah. all we want. Yeah. Like, no one wants to see each other, like, fail. Right. You know? We all want to uplift each other. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And so, I, I think your morals are, are in the right in the right place. And I, I think you see something lacking in the community, and, and you're filling that void. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I really appreciate you doing that, and I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Oh, that was so awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you.